Everybody, welcome to Inside the Genie's Lamp podcast. If you are someone who has been on a constant roller coaster of losing weight, gaining it back, and the amount of frustration that comes with finding reliable health advice, this is the podcast for you. We are health and mindset specialists that want to coach you so fucking well that we not only help you achieve the physical results you're after, but help improve your relationship with your food, your body, and yourself from a mental and emotional standpoint so that we can become completely redundant to you. Yes, you heard that right. We coach our clients to make us redundant. Thank you so much for listening in. Your support means the absolute world to us. Without further delay, let's jump into your episode of Inside the Genie's Lamp. Welcome to the Fitness Genie Podcast. Coach Laura here. And I just want to apologize in advance. Currently, it's quiet outside, but um, there is some gardening going on right outside my door. So if some really loud noises come in, hopefully the microphone isn't going to pick up too much of it, but I do apologize in advance if they start going again. The other thing is if you're watching me, this is the first time I'm doing a video with a ring light behind the camera and it does wonders for your complexion guys. So 10 bucks from Kmart it's friggin' amazing. <laughs> and for those who are listening, don't worry about it. It was a total waste of money. Don't go out to Kmart because you're just listening to me. So you don't have to watch me. Um, anyway, so today I want to talk about something that I used to get very heated about uh, back in the day when this was just very heightened for me um, in my training journey and training career. And it was triggered recently by a post that a well-known personal trainer um, put up. And it very much resonated with me. So what I'm going to do is I'm just going to read out what he said in his post and what he wrote in the caption. And then I'm going to discuss my journey of how I came to the same conclusion. So this post was written by um, Angus Bradley, who I highly recommend following. He um, has some great free resources out there on his social media. Um, So what he wrote in the actual picture was everyone says compound lifts train the core properly, and then get absolutely murdered by two sets of bodyweight crunches and side bends. With the caption, if you believe in the opposite effects of of strength training for different parts of your body, then you should be training your abs just as hard as you train your chest, your quads, your glutes, etc. Thinking compound lifts, train your midsection adequately, or just training them isometrically is the most brain dead logic imaginable. Now, when he writes compound movement, a compound movement is an exercise uh, where you're using more than one muscle group. For example, like squats, deadlifts, um, chest press, um, compared to something like lateral raises or tricep pull downs or something like that. So in the first six years of my training journey, I was very much under the impression because I got taught this way that isolated core exercises are pretty redundant because you utilize your core in all these compound movements. So it's a waste of your time. Don't worry about it. Just go straight into deadlifting, squatting, whatever. Um, Brace your core. That's what people used to say. Make sure to brace your core. Imagine someone's about to punch you in the stomach and then do your lift so you have a nice strong midsection. And I would do that for years and years. I I consistently had niggles in my lower back. Um, I had lots of injuries going on. Um, But yeah, in in 2019, it started hitting me that maybe how I got taught about, like the information that I got taught about my core 
uh, might have been bullshit. I uh, started up with a mentor slash coach and he was giving me homework. Um, the reason I went to him was because I was having niggles all over my body and I was very confused what was happening. And there were a number of reasons for this, like stress-related stuff, um, neurological issues and everything. But part of it was how I was creating tension in my body, especially my midsection. And I'd never really become aware of different, isolating different muscles, apart from doing things like tricep pushdowns and bicep curls and stuff and calf raises. The more intricate muscles that you don't see that aren't as superficial, trying to isolate them is not something I'd ever thought of doing because I just thought, oh, they kind of just work in the background and I don't have to focus on them so much. It's just something that you naturally train when you do these big lifts. Um, he was getting me to focus on specific muscles like my external obliques, my pelvic floor, my um, TVA, all of these muscles which... I mean, as a trainer, like, I kind of knew where they were, but I didn't really. I didn't really, like, visualize them or, like, put two and two together where exactly they were and how they felt. And he would say to me, go away, find these muscles, make them scream, make them cramp individually. I forgot the, the psoas muscle as well, the psoas muscle, my hip flexors. Part of the midsection as well as the lumbar spine, so lumbar erectors as well. Yes, the back of your uh, core, so your... Um, the muscles on the lower part of your spine are still part of your core muscles. Anyway, sorry, <laughs> I digress. So he got me to focus on these muscles um, in specific movements that isolated them. And I could only go back to him to once I'd found them, but not just found them, like engage in them, feel them, understand exactly where they are, what the mobility of them was in my body, because everyone's mobility is slightly different understand how it feels like to just use that muscle for a specific exercise and pinpoint it. So that's what I did. And it was a, a bit of a long, hard slog, but I highly recommend doing something like this because it really teaches you mindfulness as well um, and connecting to your body at the same time. Months went by and there were some muscles that some days I could feel and some days I couldn't. And then other times where like one side would work really well and I was like oh, yeah got it I really feel that and then the other side was like dead I was like convinced that these muscles just didn't exist in my body but for repetition 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 I eventually found them and all of them required like a certain like adjustment in my body in terms of how I was holding it and how I created the tension in those muscles it all required like intricate detail um, which I would never have thought of if it wasn't for me taking the time to really understand this part of my body. And now I didn't just do this with the core, I did this with other muscles as well. And it was super, super helpful. Now, when I went back to my compound movements, oh my gosh, it was like a totally different story. Like I was able to bring so much more intention to the lifts and protection for myself that it felt so smooth because I had so much more control over my body and my midsection was just keeping me so safe. So not only were the movements feeling smoother, they were feeling stronger and they were feeling safer as well. So I was able to, like, no joke, I was stuck on about 100 kilos or just 100 kilos on my deadlifts for a very long time. 
And when I became more aware of these core muscles and I started moving in this safer, more smoother way, I managed to get to 130 kilos just on a one-off deadlift session where I was just like, I wasn't even planning it. I had no program that I was following. I was just like, I'm just going to see how much I can deadlift. And I deadlifted 130 kilos. And I was just, I was literally flabbergasted. I was like, what the fuck? (laughs) Like, this is crazy. And since then, I've just had a whole different perspective on core training. And I feel like it's so important to really get in touch with these muscles. And now my training has evolved even more. So um, now I do a lot more compression work. So a lot of TVA and pelvic floor and that sort of spine sucking in um, tension that I have to create in order to be able to do things like L-sits and toes to bar and stuff. And they've just been life-changing, honestly, like, because not only have they been great for those specific movements that I'm training for, they they have a knock-on effect on all the other movements in my training. Now, they're only making a a change in my other movements because I'm bringing the intention of engaging those muscles into my deadlifts and my squats and whatever else I'm doing. If you decide to do isolated core training and you just see that as, oh, I just want to get visible abs or I'm just doing it because it's something that Laura's told me to do. (laughs) Um, And then you just go do your other training and see them as separate things. You're not going to get the benefit from it. You actually need to take your learnings and bring them into these other movements, bring that tension you've been practicing into these core exercises and then master them in these other compound lifts. That's how I was able to do it. Hey everyone, just jumping in really quick to let you know that the first two months of the year are typically our busiest in terms of inquiries for one-on-one mindset coaching. And at the rate that we have been going, we are fully expecting to book out by mid-February. If you have ever thought about doing one-on-one coaching with us, either Laura or myself, now would be the best time to reach out, even just to get some feelers and some more information so you know what your program and coaching experience would look like and you can plan for it in the future. Check out our website for more information, www.thefitnessgenie.com.au or put the notifications on our Instagram profile for posts so that you don't miss out on any opportunities. Thank you so much. Back to the episode. So I highly recommend doing that for yourself. Now, the other thing that I wanted to bring up, because a lot of people don't see the point of doing core training because everyone says abs are made in the kitchen. Now, yes, to a certain extent they are, right? So if you don't have visible abs because you have a layer of fat over your abdominals, then those superficial muscles, so those six pack muscles, are not going to be visible unless you change your um, uh, your energy balance. So, you know, making sure that you're in an energy deficit, um, making sure you're eating healthily and um, in, a, in a way that's going to allow you to cut that fat. But The core muscles that I mentioned, to be honest, like those superficial six pack muscles, I'm, yes, they are working, but I'm actually concentrating on the ones deeper inside. So like I said, my hip flexors and my psoas muscles, my TVA, my external obliques, which you can see, but um, also like your lumbar erectors as well. Like that's not part of your six pack. I'm training all of these muscles that I can't see but they are so beneficial. They hold everything together. They hold your upper and lower body 
they attach them. The stronger and longer you can get them, the more mobile you can get these muscles, the more safer you'll feel in your body and more connected you'll feel from upper to lower. <laughs> um, the, so with that, yes, okay, abs are made in the kitchen to a certain extent, but every muscle should be strengthened and there's a good reason for that. Now, the psoas muscle is an interesting one. And with all these deeper muscles, you have to think as well what they're connected to and what could be, what internal things could this benefit to. So the psoas muscle has uh, is connected to the vagus nerve. It runs through there as well as your gut and your liver. And I don't know about your liver, actually, but I know like a lot of the gut organs are kind of around the area where the psoas muscle is. Because the psoas muscle runs from like your diaphragm down to the bottom of your hips and it runs through these core organs. And if your muscles are tight or weak, especially the psoas muscle, and it's holding on to like this nerve, this vagal nerve, which is connected to um, mood regulate regulation and like just emotional health, basically... Um, as well as your gut if if the muscle is tight and weak imagine what it could be doing to the nerves and the organs if you're able to relax and be able to control the muscle better so be able to uh, contract it when it needs to be contracted but be able to relax it when it needs to be as well you're going to find benefits not only in your physical activities but also just in terms of how you're feeling, your mood regulation, your emotional regulation, and your gut as well. Um, so in saying that, I don't really care about the superficial muscles. <laughs> yes, they are very important to obviously train as well, but in terms of like abs are made in the kitchen, that's not important to me. Like I'm doing it for different reasons than that. And I hope that I am... Um, encouraging you and motivating you to do the same um there's a lot of coaches who say oh compound movements uh, are enough like i said compound movements are enough for you to train your core i say uh, <laughs> honestly i am sure that every coach who says that does not have the best strength in those areas in their mid midsection they probably um, performing at half of their capacity at the moment in their weight training, especially in these compound movements. And this is not something that they've actually tried and tested and experimented themselves. What they've done is just listen to other people giving this advice and they're just taking on this information, not feeling like there's a necessary reason for them to experiment with it and actually go out of their way to make time for core training. So they don't. It's a bit of a hassle, it's an investment in their time, what's the point if someone says we don't have to do it? So for any any coaches listening or anyone who has a coach who says that, I would very much call them up on that. Um, so in saying this, in order to help you be able to connect more with these muscles I've kind of made a step-by-step -step guide which I thought might be useful so I'm going to read this off so if I'm looking off the camera that's why um you don't need to take much time out of your day or out of your training to do this like literally five to ten minutes now 
I've listed out some of the muscles that you can concentrate on and you can do this literally in the rest of your body to, uh, to practice more muscle control. It doesn't have to be just the core muscles. Now, what I want you to do is pick one muscle. You can do this if you want to spread this out over your training week. You don't have to pick one muscle. You can pick multiple muscles to work on at you know, different stages. But pick a muscle. So that's step one. Number two is understand where it is in your body. So actually Google image it. Google image search, understand where it is on an actual picture, and then you can visualize it better. Put that picture, stamp it in your brain, have it up whilst you're doing an exercise when you're really trying to think of it and connect with where it could be in your body. So you're really, truly understanding where it's sitting in your body and where it, where the uh, muscles kind of insert and or originate from. So understand where it is in your body, number two. Number three is visualize it. So like I said, Google search it. Number four, learn what isolated muscles it's used in. So what does it actually do? Does it flex and extend the hip? Does it allow rotation? Like what can it do? Then uh, number five, experiment until you can fully find and engage them. So like I said, to the point where you can almost get cramp in those muscles and you can isolate them by themselves and use the movements from step four, where you're learning what isolate, isolated movements they're connected to and what they're used for. Use those sort of movements in this practice. So for instance, if you were going to do choose the psoas, then I would recommend doing something like reg leg raises or the specific exercise psoas raises, which if you don't know uh, what they are, that I have videos, so please contact me and I can send you a tutorial of how to do those. Um, and then number six, introduce the tension you created in step five. So the tension you've learned in your experimentation into your compound movements like your squats and your deadlifts. So there's a six step guide. Let me read it again because I know I was kind of chopping and changing between them. Pick a muscle is number one. Number two, understand where it is in your body. Number three, visualize it. Number four, learn what isolated movements it's used in. Number five, experiment until you can fully find and engage them. And number six, introduce the tension you created in step five into your compound lifts. Now, when it comes to the core muscles, I just want to finish off on this one thing, right? If you have any gut issues like bloating, indigestion, constipation, loose bowels, this is going to have an impact on you training your core. You're not going to be able to hold correct tension in your core if you have gut problems. So this is your reminder, this is a little bell alarm in your brain to go and seek some professional help for that before starting this work because you're not going to truly be able to engage these muscles. It's just not going to work. You're not going to be able to bring full tension in that area. Um, so seek some professional help to sort that out. No bloating is not normal. Yes, it's very common, but it's not something that should be normal in your life. That means that there's something happening. Your body's giving you a signal to sort that out. So please do that before deciding to do this. And then you can focus on improving your training and your core strength. Anyway, I'm going to leave it there. Um, 18 minutes of hopefully some golden nuggets for you. Please take this away and experiment for yourself. And let me know how you go. Um, thank you for listening. Subscribe to our channel. Um, inside the genie's lamp on spotify and um, give us a follow on social media 
um, at the Fitness Genie or my personal page is at Laura MC Gould. Um, and on TikTok, I am at Your Mindful Movement. And then you've got at the Fitness Genie on TikTok as well. I hope you enjoyed listening to this. Have a great day.